Prepare to be captivated by the business story of the week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. And welcome back. Back here again to Business Story of the Week, where we navigate the world of entrepreneurship, success, and stories of perseverance, struggles. And ladies and gentlemen, today we truly have a great story, an important story when it comes to perseverance and succeeding through all these struggles. I'd like to introduce you today to our guest, Sabrina Oso. Sabrina is the founder and CEO of Oso Safe. Feel safe where you live, learn, work, and play. She is a TEDx speaker. She's an author, a real estate agent, and a leader on creating and maintaining respect in homes, workplaces, and in schools. Sabrina's personal and professional experience allows her to bring a unique and holistic approach as a solution. She is also a professional dancer and teacher and uses her performance abilities to educate on the subject. Her children's book is Home Safe Home for You and Me. We need to talk about that. And today, Sabrina is bridging real estate industry with also safe creating a safer home environment for families and children. Sabrina, thank you so much for joining us. You look lovely. How, how are you? How is your day? Thank you so much, Joshua, for the wonderful introduction. You look wonderful as well. Uh, it's so I'm so happy to be here. I, I can't wait to be interviewed by you. Um, Sabrina, I, I was very... As I was reading more about you, I was watching your videos, you know, watching your TEDx and your speaking engagement. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a message that needs to be said. It's a message that um, I am looking forward for the audience and our listeners to hear, right? And I'd, I'd really like to start always at the beginning, the way I always start these things. And your journey in founding Also Safe. Is, is very inspiring and impactful right now. Um, could you share to us what led you to here? What led you to this moment? And what were the events in your life that motivate you, motivated you to start this initiative? And what shaped your approach when it came to wanting to promote safety in homes, schools, and workplaces? Thank you so much, Joshua. Uh, I've had enough therapy uh, to be comfortable to say that I am a survivor of violence. My father beat my mother on a regular basis and my mother would beat me. Um, and I uh, basically took pain into power, changed pain into power. Um, I also safe was born out of a one woman show that I wrote, choreographed and performed. Uh, the name of the show was called Home Sweet Home Question Mark. And I played different women being abused 
She goes to her good place. That's where the dancing comes in. But then she's pulled back into the terror of violence. Um, and uh, But the show ends really strong, really empowering. And I did a lot of research for the show. And Joshua, I could not believe the statistics that I was finding. I said, wow, this happened to me, but it happens to too many of us. So I said to myself, I need to make this into a business, a bona fide business with products and services that could really help people. And so that's how Oh So Safe was born. Um, and I really thought about the model. Um, we're not a charity. We're not a nonprofit. I'm proud to say we respect all of the charities and nonprofits that deal with home violence, domestic violence, but we don't even like to call it domestic violence. We prefer home violence because it's more inclusive um, and it's more uh, people could relate to that more. Um, and so it, it was very important for me to say, we need to resolve this in residency, in your home. Um, enough is enough already. Respect has to be a required standard. So yeah. that's how Oso Safe was born. Um, uh, and, and we focus on three markets, uh, real estate, schools, and workplaces. Yeah. I hope I answered all, the, all your questions. Oh, that's fantastic. Don't worry, Sabrina. Um, I really would like to highlight what you said when it comes to um, domestic violence versus home violence. And I, I, I guess I want to uh, unravel that a bit more when it comes to the audience. Of course, the more common um, knowledge uh, is we're used to calling it domestic violence. What do you think is the clear, distinct difference of of calling it home violence instead of dom just domestic violence, and and later on I'd like to ask you about your performance. But let's 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 kind of uh, talk to us a little bit about that the domestic violence versus home violence. What is this distinct difference? Yes, uh, and I made this distinction in my TEDx talk actually. Domestic violence has such a stigma that it is a woman's problem, and clearly it is not. And secondly, it assumes that all of the victims are female, and that's not true either. So we prefer at Oh so Safe to say home violence. It's more inclusive, and people could relate. Oh, yeah, home violence. Wow, those two words should not be together. Bingo. Right. It's an oxymoron. So it gets people to think, if I'm at home, there should be no violence. And uh, I just want to say some statistics. Um, one out of three women will be beaten or raped in a lifetime. One out of five adolescent girls is abused by her boyfriend. One out of seven men is abused. One out of three young people will be in an abusive relationship. 15 million children witness violence in their own homes each and every year. That's just in the U.S. alone, just the ones that we know about. So I could go on and on with statistics. And if you think about it, everything, those crimes that happen, happen in a home, usually in, in a residence. Whether you live in a townhouse, a co-op, a condo, a single-family home, a multi-family dwelling, a two-family home, a villa, a mansion, a mobile home, a senior community, a dormitory, 
it happens in some type of residence. So our focus is to make home safe, whatever home is for you. Um, so we make that distinction, home violence versus domestic violence. I hope I answered the question. Absolutely. Um, when I love how you said that home violence is an oxymoron. It, it, it is, isn't it, right? It's like there shouldn't be violence in homes. And you said that respect has to be a requirement. It has to exist in the home first and foremost. Because if not in the home, then where else, right? We're going to carry this outside. We're going to carry this into other parts of our lives. So it always has to start with the home. I love that. I love that you are um, making that distinction. And may I just say that thank you for also acknowledging that men also experience home violence. You know, it's, it's, it's really, they're really, it doesn't choose a victim, so to speak. And that is such a staggering, staggering statistic. All the, all the statistics that you just rattled out there, it's, it's heartbreaking. It really is. But I'm glad that there are leaders like you, you know, putting, putting this message out there. And like you said, turning pain into power. Um, I, I want to talk a little before we proceed more into this endeavor. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what you've done with, um, with your performance. I want the audience to know about that. A little bit about that performance that you talk about, like this one woman show that you created. Where can we find this? Can we find this online? Uh, yes, I did a trailer for it and it is out there. Uh, it's on YouTube actually. Uh, okay. uh, if anyone Googles Sabrina Oso, uh, home sweet home question mark, it should come up cause I did a trailer for it. Uh, and this is a number of years ago. I do plan on reviving it. I'm hoping in the near future versus in the farther future, but I, uh, I, I am a dancer and I, when I was, I had the idea to write it, um, the characters just came out, you know, naturally. And I have a, like a, a, and a, a mother in the, in the show. And then I play a girl who's working at Starbucks. I have the, um, uh, like a child also. I'm playing a child scared. The, he, he, and I play a, a boy. He's hearing his parents fight and he's very scared. So it was very healing. Joshua, I have to say it was very healing for me to do this because I wanted to make sure that I ended it strong and empowering. I didn't wow. want it to be depressing. I didn't want it to be hopeless. I did not wow. want to, for people to feel like, well, that's it. That, you know, if you're in the situation, there's no hope. You can't do anything. No, I made sure that it ended really strong, really empowering. And, um, I wanted it to be educational and I plan on reviving it. Um, I, I used to teach dance and I actually performed it with my students at the time, which looking back, that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, the owner of the studio allowed me to use our students in the show and they felt really empowered as well. 
And I have students that tell me when I perform snippets of it at schools or universities or wherever, I get told, wow, you really understand you're playing me or you're playing that's how I feel when I'm so thank you for not for showing that I'm not a freak that that I feel so scared in my house you just uh you understand you relate so um yeah it was a very healing process from writing it choreographing it performing it uh and I do plan on reviving it so thank you that that is I am looking forward to that revival Sabrina um the audience you you guys heard it look it up i i will personally go check it out myself after this interview but i i really wanted to ask that because sabrina you said that it was a healing process and i imagined how healing it must have been and now saying or hearing you say that it was just as equally healing to the students it must have felt like you've given them a voice and you've given them a voice with this kind of medium and the way you've communicated it and i feel like these are one of the innovations so to speak in how we can more connect people to this kind of message and i guess that leads me to the next question in that um when it comes to not just real estate you know um uh, workplaces schools what are the innovations that you see has you know has become uh, that also safe has has the concept that they have produced and how have you introduced this and or integrated this into these homes and how do you perceive these innovations kind of preventing home violence? Discover the remarkable journey of Anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious, or overweight. But John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal, and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. Yes, thank you for your question uh, and your feedback, your positive feedback. Um, we focus on the home. Homes have to be safe. Like you said, if you're not safe at home, where are you safe for crying out loud, right? So, uh, our core product is the Oso Safe Certifications for Properties. And this entails for a property owner, a property manager, to purchase the Oso Safe Home Sweet Home package. It consists of four components a policy, a seminar, an app, and therapists assigned to the property. Wow. So, just a wow. brief summation for those four components. Uh, the policy basically states, I will provide you as the owner, a safe space for you to live. You in turn as my resident, as my tenant, 
will not act in any way, shape, or form abusively. Otherwise, you, the abuser only, gets immediately evicted from the premises. And we go into full knowledge knowing that that would be the consequences. So there's no surprise, you know. Um, The second component is the seminar, the Oso Safe Home Sweet Home Seminar. And we explain, and adults and children alike get educated, and we use our children's book as a staple in all Oso Safe certified properties. We give them voice, we give them choice to children. We do not wait until they are 18 years of age, because quite frankly, waiting until they're 18 for them to have agency over their lives is way too late. So we teach them. Now we know that they could lie, right? Children are scared in, in prop in, if mom is beating them up or dad, or they're seeing fighting all the time, their stepmother, stepdad is hitting them verbal, physical, sexual abuse, they'll lie. But we know for a fact that abusers can only put their poker face on for so long. Then their abusive true colors come out. So we know this, we document this, and we say to kids, say your cheer, your oh-so-safe kids cheer. I want to live where I am oh-so-safe, and I am oh-so-safe with, and they get to fill in the blank. It could be an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, a close family friend, whoever you feel safe with, because children know who respects them, even if they can't talk. They know who respects them, who they feel safe with, and why not give them that voice and let them decide, let them decide. So we explain this in the seminar. It's explained in the policy. So we have the policy, the seminar, the app, the third component, the app. I hired a software company according to my specifications. This app, it's the OsoSafe app. It will detect violence-like movements. So let's say you own a 10-unit property. You get an alert. Wow, in my unit two, you just beat the crap out of him in my unit two, and you just beat the crap out of her in my unit 10. You got to go. You are held to a higher regard, a higher standard in a no-so-safe certified property. We do not tolerate abuse. You have to go, and the rest of the family can stay provided that they could still pay the rent or the mortgage. That's the third component. The fourth and final component are therapists assigned to the property. It's part of your residency. You are required in a no-so-safe certified property to check in with your therapist once a month. Is everything okay? Do you feel like any problems are looming? Just to give an example, well, Mr. and Ms. Therapist, our kid came home with bad grades. We're not going to beat them up. We're not going to verbally disparage them. We know, but we don't know how to handle this. Can you help us? So all of all of these components working together makes for preventative violence. It's prevention versus waiting for an episode of violence to occur. Then police come, bad news travels fast. You feel awkward. You feel scared. Like, did you hear what happened in 2A? This is all preventative. Our logo that's behind me gets placed outside the property. 
So that way, any vehicle traffic or pedestrian traffic, they know what the logo means. Wow, I would rather live in an Oso Safe certified property versus one that isn't because they have the mechanisms and systems in place in case violence occurs, but it's maintenance, it's safety, respect is always being practiced. So it's not just, okay, sign here, here are the keys. We don't want to know anything else. Well, are you safe? Is respect practiced? How do you treat your children? How do you treat your partner? How are you on dates? Uh, is there any violence, abuse, chaos, dysfunction? Are there warning signs that you're not picking up on? This is a much better approach, Joshua. And we are introducing this into the real estate industry because like you said, and I echo that, I mirror, I mirror that if homes are safe, schools will be safe, universities will be safe, workplaces will be safe, theaters, shopping malls, concerts, it all stems from the home. So these are the products and services that we're introducing into the real estate industry that we're marketing. And this is, we are, we are on the front lines. We are spearheading this new way of residency, which really it's basic. It is so fundamental. When you put that key in your lock, it should feel like your sanctuary, not a war zone, like how I felt growing up. What's going to happen? Is my father going to beat on my mother? Are police going to come tonight? Um, is my mother going to beat me? What yelling, screaming, slamming doors, punching, kicking. Um, it's no way to live. It's, it's, and it's inexcusable, unacceptable. And we will see to it at Oh So Safe that as many properties as possible become also safe certified, whether you rent, whether you own, whether you have a mortgage or not, it's not going to matter. This is how it should be, especially for children. Children suffer the most and they are victims a hundred percent. And, and we want them to live their best life not to become future victims or future abusers. Sabrina, I'm so glad I asked that question. And I am very glad that there are leaders like you, that there are, it's to me, it doesn't, it's not, of course, empowerment is, fan, is great. You know, it's important to empower these families, to empower these children. But what comfort, does it must it bring them to have people like you having their backs? I can't imagine the sense of safety, knowing that everyone else around them feels like, you know, you don't have to endure this. You don't have to, you know, experience this. We will have your back. You can have a safe home. And you guys, it really feels like you are putting so much effort and heart into this and I love that I just got to um got to have you with us here today. Um Sabrina, we're we're nearing the end of this, but we cannot end this until we talk about your book. Your book, you I believe you also created the YouTube channel, Oh So Safe 
Kids, am I correct? That's that's a, uh, the YouTube channel. And now you, the book right there, right behind you is Home Safe Home for You and Me. Brilliant title, by the way. I love it. Um, talk to us about that. How do these endeavors contribute to your vision of empowering children, empowering families, you know, and giving them agency in their lives, especially in the context of creating safer homes? Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for the positive feedback. Uh, the book, like I mentioned, is a staple for all for all that we do because it, it kind of it lays the groundwork, the foundation. We are saying to children, you have voice, you have choice. If mom and dad get along and they are they respect you, fantastic. You're an oso safe kid. We declare all children also safe kids, whether they're safe at home or not safe at home, to create unity, to create in inclusiveness. So that way one is not isolated from the other. And the TikTok, we, we created a TikTok and a YouTube channel, as you pointed out. It's specifically for kids, all kids, whether they're safe at home or not safe at home. But especially if you're not safe at home, we talk about warning signs. We talk about uh, that you're not crazy if dad is beating up mom or mom is beating up dad. It's not your fault, kids. And we are saying on our channels, YouTube and TikTok, and I'm also kind of hinting it in the book, you're not safe at home, don't go home. Stay at school. Stay at school and say your cheer. And whoever you feel safe with, Get them to come pick you up at school. I want to live where I am also safe. And I am also safe with an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, a close family friend. Why should you con continue to suffer? Why should you be in terror going home? And then you go to school. You're expected to get good grades, join all of these activities, concentrate, focus. Meanwhile, you're going home to hell. There was an episode of violence. Maybe police came. Maybe pornography is involved and you're a child and you are forced into in these horrible situations. It happens. 90% um, of children that are sexually assaulted know who their assaulter is in sex abuse, which means it's either dad or mom or stepmom, or stepdad, or a boyfriend, like a, a boyfriend of the mother, a girlfriend of the father. It's somebody that they know. So we are saying at Oso Safe, and we hinted in the book, we explain in the book the difference between abuse and non-abuse, respect and disrespect. And we map it out very clearly. And we also say in the book, that just to even introduce it, um, know that for the moment, which means right now, you are safe. Because I never had that growing up. I was always, um, I say it, know that for the moment, which means right now, you are safe. Just to even plant that seed in children's mentality, um, we give them tools like breathing, after the fighting stops, 
go to a safe place in your apartment, in your home, and just breathe, drink some water, and know that you are safe right now and it's not your fault. I needed this growing up. You know, I, I personally, I needed this growing up. And it explains that you don't have to go through this alone and you don't have to take this garbage from your abusive parents. I hate to say it that way. I'm talking about abusive parents because they, they are not well. How do you parent by hitting your child, beating your child, calling your child a brat, a monster, a prissy little bitch, you're ungrateful, you're a baby, you're a drama queen? How? How do you sexually abuse your child? It's inexcusable, Joshua, unacceptable. We will not have it. Children have voice. They have choice. In the book, I explain, um, we're, like you said, we have your back. We're working as fast as we can to get you safe. Uh, and, and this is not your fault. So all of these components are part of the book and it's a staple when we do the seminar in residency in homes and, and, and whatever home you live in. And, uh, yeah, all of these components working together makes for a property, a household, Oh, so safe, which is how it should be. Sabrina, thank you so much for what you do. It's, you know, you, you, you've really given an avenue for children who, well, like you said, you wish you had this when you were younger. And I believe that is the same for a lot of people who grew up in violent households. They... They wish that they had these tools and now you're giving it to them. You're giving it to the future. You're giving it to the children who are lost today. Um, Sabrina, I, I really wanted to ask you and just uh, ask you real quick and end it with this, so to speak. How are you seeing the battle? How are you seeing the future of home violence, not just domestic violence? How are you seeing it? Is do you feel like it is an uphill battle? Do you feel like um, the, the, we are getting to steps that we are taking the steps that we need to take to significantly reduce home violence? Do you feel like there is hope for the future? Absolutely, absolutely, and we are we are creating the tools and the products and services to make sure that that happens. Uh, yes, it, I'm not going to lie. It's been an uphill battle, definitely. But this is necessary. This is so basic. It's, mm -hmm. it's long overdue. Um, mm -hmm. and, and this should be a, as, uh, as fundamental as putting the key in your lock you know, and entering your home, you should feel like you could exhale. Um, so we're deaf. We are beyond hopeful. We know that we can do this. We are doing it. We will continue to do it and we will see to it that every property is also safe certified, um, for the sake of all adults and children alike by far. So I, I hope I, I, uh, I hope I exuded 
positivity, empowerment, encouragement. We, we will do it. We are doing it and we will continue to do it for sure. Sabrina, you did that and more. Um, uh, let us know, let us know, let the audience know where we can find you. What else can we do if we want to help in this endeavor? Um, let us know anything else that you would like the audience. Joshua, to you're a little frozen. <laughs> I think it's buffering. Okay, hold on. All right. Can you hear me again? Can you repeat that? Okay, no problem. Yes, we'll I can hear you out. now. It's okay. All right, fantastic. So, Sabrina, please tell us where we can find you. Tell us where we can uh, know more, learn more. And if we want to help in this kind of endeavor, uh, the audience would love to know how they can do that. Please let us know. And anything else that you would like the audience to know before we end this? Sure, sure. Uh, we could be found on ososafe.com. That's the website. We're on all the major social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, as we discussed, we're on TikTok and YouTube. That's more for kids of all ages, from teeny tiny all the way up through high school. And I want to say to your listeners, uh, you all of us have the right to be safe in our homes just because you are a parent, it doesn't give you the right to abuse your child. Uh, and you have the right to be in a good relationship, in a positive, good relationship. And this is a practice. We have to practice safety. We have to practice respect. Um, uh, this has to be a repetitive, a, re a repetitive practice and we will all be better off for it. So thank you so much, Joshua. Sabrina, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for what you do. I will stay connected. I'll get you. I'll connect with you on LinkedIn. And for the audiences out there, um, you heard it from Sabrina. Go follow their socials. Let them know your love. Send them their love. Send them your support. And Sabrina, it's nice to have you here today. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.